recently where, where this person, one of the top things they love doing was solving problems. They're a problem solver. In the top five, I couldn't see that, and, and they couldn't either. But it's quite likely that just below that top five, there's something in there about loving to solve problems. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, everyone. It's Christine, your host of the Startup Student Podcast, and I welcome you to this week's episode, which is again with Mark Brown, where we're talking about selling with your strength. Hello, Mark. Welcome back. Hello, Christine. Thanks for having me back. Woohoo! In the first episode, we already got to know you a bit better and the way you work and how the tools that are using helping people to discover their strength and how people can then use it um, for selling in, an, in a more unique and intuitive way. Um, in this episode, we're going to really dedicate towards, towards the first phase, which you call the name phase. So if you recap again what that means and why it's even important to do that before you do anything else, um, and then we go straight into, okay, how does this work? What do you do? Uh, how do uh, what kind of questions do I have? <laughs> Over to you, Mark. Yeah. Good, thank you. So, yeah, you, you're um, spot on with that. And the first phase in the, in the sequence of coaching, because that's what it is, is called name. And it's about really high level. It's about participants being able to name their top fives and, and have a, both a connection and an understanding of what it means. At quite a high level in this first meeting. So what would have happened prior to this, if I just go back, I know I did mention this before, is the person being coached, the participant, could be you, Christine, you, you, would, you would have gone onto the Gallup Access website and you would have put your code in that you, you'd have from me and you would access the assessment. And you take that assessment. It takes about 45 to 50 minutes. And it's best if you do it in a, a really quiet environment where you're not going to be interrupted. And you're on the screen. What, what appears on the screen when you take the assessment are two words. One on the left side, one on the right side. And in the middle, there's the button. And what you do is you pull the button towards the word that most resonates with you. And you do that 177 times. And once you've done the 177th time, you're finished. And while you're doing it, it's all about your kind of gut instinct. It's not about thinking deeply about it, which is why you only get 20 seconds to answer each question. Ah, so you really, they, they, it's the timing and you, you have to answer it in 20 seconds. You can't think of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm, so, that's so really good. It is. So if you don't answer it in 20 seconds, it moves on to the next question. And, and that one's redundant. That question's redundant. But, but there's never been a case where there hasn't been enough information to, well, not in my experience, there's not been enough information to formulate a really accurate result at the end of it. So people do that. And then what I ask the people to do once they've done it is to send me a copy. So there's two, when I say a copy, a copy of the two reports that come out of it. And as I mentioned last time, one's a generic report and the other one's all about you, just you. Um, so it's about 
at your your strengths and talents and the order that they appear in. So there's a, there's a such a remote chance that there's someone else you'll meet someone else exactly like you that you are you are unique very unique. just based on your top five you're unique let alone the other 29 because there are 34 themes of talent and we're we're only initially looking most likely only initially looking at the top five that makes you pretty unique so i'd ask people to send me the reports so that before we speak i get a chance to have a look and have a read through so that when when we do meet up, then we're I'm I'm slightly acquainted with you. Slightly, because I won't know everything. Slightly and, acquainted, I like that. <laughs> slightly acquainted, yeah, yeah. So when we do meet, I, I I would ask I'd ask some questions and I would ask things like because I base it a lot on work, although it doesn't have to be work, I base the people I speak to tend to be in work environments. I would ask things, questions like, when you're at work, what really gives you a kick? You know, what do you love doing at work? I'd ask people that question. Then I'd ask them, well, what is it at work that drives you mad? You know, the things you don't really like doing at work, but you have to do. And, and I work with quite a lot of um, people that run their own business. So they could work, work on their own or they could have a small business where they work with people and so we get a, a big mixture of responses to that 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 particular question so or those two questions could be a mix and what this is doing is it's kind of confirming if you like that top five because what, what people say here is usually in direct relation to their top five sometimes i find that there's something sneaking in just below the top five we can't see it but there's something else there because some of the things they say i think well hang on that that might not be in the top five but you say that you really love doing that at work that suggests there's something else there so that's really interesting mm -hmm. and when that does come up i would really like those people to go and take a look at all 34 that's what i'd like them to do but but you don't have to so i've i i, I had one fairly recently where, where this person one of the top things they love doing was solving problems they're a problem solver in the top five i couldn't see that and, and they couldn't either but it's quite likely that just below that top five there's something in there about loving to solve problems yeah because when you look at all 34 christine you could probably pick and it's difficult to put a number on it if I ask you to look at your top 34, or sorry, your all 34, if you looked at your top five, if you went down lower than your top five, you'd probably get down to, I don't know, maybe 10, 12, around there. And you would say, well, all of those above there, yeah, they're the things I really love doing. So it's not just your top five. There's things below that that, you know, really, really fire you up. Uh, you feel really comfortable with and then in the middle they're called supporting the ones in the middle they're your supporting talents so they're the ones that you call on fairly regularly and they're the ones you feel fairly comfortable with and then you've got the ones at the bottom are your lesser talents and they're the ones that you feel are most alien to you they're the ones that you you feel a bit clunky and a bit awkward when you use them so we, we actually if we're looking at all 34 we 
divide them into three. That's one of the things we would do on that first call as well. I'd ask people to look at them and kind of divide them into just drawing a line on their um, reports that they've got. Just mm. drawing a line and saying, well, I've got a line there, 12 from the top, and I've got a line there, 10 from the bottom, or however many it is. And that, that gives us some context then of that person and what they've got supporting and what they've got lesser. So I, I would, in this conversation, I would ask them questions like that. I would ask, I'd ask them to describe themselves. I'd ask them to describe their, how would they describe themselves, maybe in three words or phrases, how would you do that? And then, and then because it's about perception, how they think their friends would describe them as well. Mm -hmm. and yeah, then, I find well, I, that, uh, sorry, just to, to, to go in there, because what you just said, it's, uh, it's very true. So one thing is that uh, sometimes people have issues recognizing their talents because it feels so natural. And it's like, no, why is this a talent? Everyone should do this. I also think that this can be frustrating if someone else that you work with doesn't have that talent and um, you, you don't recognize that. Um, and this is why it's probably even more important to understand, okay, this is just me, not other people. And then the other thing that you said uh, about uh, things that you like and don't like, <laughs> mm. and it's interesting to see it from a point of view that uh, what you don't like is probably less of a talent for you. A lot of people just think like, oh, I don't like it, um, so I need to get better at it, or I don't like it, okay, for, for other reasons. But a lot of times it comes even back to you. That's an interesting point of view, I think. Yeah, it's quite interesting, Christine, that, because I thought I had a talent for something, and now I'm questioning it. And when I say I had a talent for something, I mean a skill. I thought I learned this particular thing pretty quickly. So I've been, I've been watching, uh, I've been learning, doing some informal learning on PowerPoint because I'm thinking I'm doing quite a lot of work uh, virtually and I really want to learn how to make PowerPoint not look like PowerPoint because I think people are kind of becoming a bit tired of it so I've been doing some informal learning and I've been watching some videos on how to do it and I always thought I was pretty good at that stuff but actually I don't think I've got such a talent for it now because <laughs> I'm really struggling with it. I mean, I can do it, but it takes me so long. And, and usually the things that we're most adept at, the things that we've got most talent at, we learn pretty quickly. And I'm not learning this quickly at all. This is, mm. this is, pretty, this is pretty challenging for me. But you see, what I like about it is I like the outcome. Yeah. It's the outcome I like, the bit in the middle I'm really challenged by. But I think that there could be something there because I'm not going to stop doing it. I could just say, right, I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. So I think there is something in it that, I don't know what talent it is, but there's some, something in there that says, no, keep going, keep going with this. Where I, if it was that challenging, I might say, actually, don't do it, just buy it from someone else. And I think it might be my, I've got a talent called ideation, which is in my top five. And I think that kind of creation and ideas is behind this. So I think that's what's, what's driving me. But actually, maybe the, the actual skill in doing it, I need to find somewhere else. I need to have a look at my other talents and think, what can I do? What have I got that might help me do this properly? When I've, I've done some samples and they look, I think they look really good. They look as good as the guys, but he, he does his in a 15 minute video. Yeah. And I did mine in, I'm not gonna say how long it was, but it wasn't 15 minutes. <laughs> I keep stopping the video and going back and, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, but it, it, it's nice to see it as a way of, okay, you have the resources inside you and you can look inside and, okay, what is there that I already have that can support me with learning something new, with uh, support yeah. me with uh, something I have to do or want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I think if it's a have to do, then sometimes, if it's something we have to do, sometimes we have to look, we can't, we have to go to our lesser talents and we have to say, right. I know this is a lesser talent, but I need to do a bit of work on it so I can bring it up to a reasonable level, which, which is probably about as good as it's going to get. So you can work on a lesser talent and you can bring it up to what might be, a, I guess, reasonable or acceptable level. It's never going to get in your top five, though, whatever it is. So my, my bottom one is something called Achiever. Um, and when I saw that, because I, I, I did my all, all 34, when I saw that Achiever was my bottom i had envy i had envy of other people that had achieving uh, near the top yeah because achiever is exactly what it says it's about achieving so i i've had to look at what other talents i've got near the top that can not so much substitute but kind of accommodate the fact that i've got a, a low achiever I, I could mm. i could say i could say that i have to get a bit um I have to get a bit clunky with achiever. So I could say, I need to achieve. I do need to do this. And salespeople might look at this and say, yeah, well, I need to achieve. So if my achiever is quite low, I might have to do some work on it to actually bring it up. If I haven't got anything else that can help or substitute, I might have to do some work around it. Not just salespeople, it could be anyone really, but I'll pick salespeople because I work with quite a few. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Um, so this is a way of looking, okay, what am I good at? What am I not so good at? But what can I count on? Like you say, the mm. ones in the middle as well to support you in things. And um, also probably goes back to motivation. Uh, there's people who are motivated uh, towards to or away from. <laughs> so you are yeah. looking forward to getting away from something or yeah. you're looking forward to to get somewhere and um, that could also maybe be related to your talents it's, uh, it never occurred to me but could be could be something. I think the things that motivate us generally are, the, are our, our top talents using our talents because mm. we find it pretty easy you know it's natural for us to do it and usually when we're using our talents we're kind of in the zone mm. or we should be it's our talent so yeah interesting super good Okay, um, anything else from uh, the name phase or any other tips you can give around that, how to evaluate um, the, the assessment that someone did? So, yeah, so if you're, if you're looking for kind of doing some self-evaluation, which I think is a good thing to do. Um, so if, if it may be before you meet me or whoever it is you're working with on your own talents, good thing to do is to read both reports. So there's two reports. One's a, a generic, I think we mentioned this on the last podcast, one's a generic look at what your top five are. So if, if, we, had, if we had the same report each, which is highly unlikely, if we did, and we had the same top fives in, in, in different orders. So I had empathy as number one, you had it as number five, and then you had Achiever as number two and I had it as number four. So if they're mixed up, there's a one in 275,000 chance that I'll meet someone like you who's got the same top five as me, let alone the order. That's just, in the, that's just the same top five. 
Um, so if you read that, you, my report and your report in that instance would be the same. It would say the same things because it's a generic outline of each of our top five talents. But the other one you've got, which is the insights guide, that's about you. That's the one that's one in 33 million chance of you meeting someone who's got the same top five in the same in the same order. So I'd read, I'd recommend you read both, read both of those, and also read the bottom under each under each talent. So your number one, number two, number three, four, five. Um, read what it says at the bottom of the page. It gets you it gets you to think, so that when you come along, you've already started thinking about. Um, your talents. You've already started thinking about your top five and thinking about them individually. And then again, as I mentioned last time, what what be really good, and what I'd ask people to do, is to identify the words and phrases within that insights guide that resonate most with you. So there will be some things that really jump out at you, and there'll be some things that maybe don't jump out so much. So really identify those, underline them, highlight them, think about them. Uh, and maybe think about the other words and phrases that are on that page and think about, well, just ask yourself the question, could that be me? Have I, can I think about, can I remember a time when I did that? Just have a think about those. Because actually what they are, all those words and phrases and sentences on there, they're all different talents. So if you've got a talent of, let's pick one, it doesn't matter which one really, activator, if you're looking at your activate talent on that insights guide, if you're looking at that, then in that description, they're all, relative, they're all individual talents within the activator theme of talent. Yeah, so it's well worth having a, spending a bit of time with it, spending a bit of time with mm -hmm. the report. Um, and processing it, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Really thinking about it. So when you meet, you're when you meet, you can use the time pretty effectively because you've already got an idea of pretty good idea of your top five and you know the names of them, which is what that first meet this first meeting's called. It's called name. Um, and that's not something I've created. Oh. You know, that's not something I've created. It's it's a it's part of the um, Gallup's recommended way of using it is mm -hmm. they call the first meeting name. So it's about naming your talents and recognizing your talents. Mm -hmm. Okay, super interesting. So everyone who would like to do uh, the, the assessment, as I said, the link is on uh, the page, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. And you can find all the links there. If you would like to link up with Mark, you can find all the contact details on there as well. Um, and uh, if you would like to work with Mark, you can do that in different ways. So just contact him and see um, what's on offer at the moment. <laughs> but um, super interesting. Thank you so much. I, I can't wait to get my results. Thank you so much for um, being here today again. And um, we will have our next recording as well uh, of the phase two of the, um, the three phases that you mentioned. And I'm really looking forward to that as well. So thank you so much for your time, Mark. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Christine. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye-bye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. 
Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.